Now through June 29th, you can earn up to four times rewards points on your favorite products throughout the store at Safeway. Shop for items like Coca-Cola products, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dannon Light and Fit Yogurt, Mott's Original Applesauce, Heinz Ketchup, and McCormick Spices. And earn up to four times bonus reward points to use for discounts on gas or groceries. Visit Safeway.com or download the Safeway For You app to earn your reward points today. Offer valid through June 29th. See store for more details. Your Majesty, Sir Richard has arrived home from his quest. Sir Richard, you've slayed the dragon, and for your boldness, a choice of fabulous rewards, exotic pelts, rare gems, or riches the likes of which you've never seen. With more than 10 million in prizes and the best odds of winning $300, should you choose them, ultimate riches await thee. May thy boldness be rewarded with the new ultimate riches scratcher from DC Lottery. Please play responsibly. Welcome to an initi- another edition of Beyond Baseball Shorts, powered by Prospects Live. I'm joined by another incredible guest, uh, John Creel of the Seattle Mariners. Uh, John, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. We appreciate you taking some time to join us. Um, just for the listeners and those that don't, might not know who you are, uh, dive a little bit into your story about how you got um, going to NC State to play college baseball and kind of going undrafted and then making your way to the Seattle Mariners. Okay. So college actually had pretty much a super unique college experience. I went to four different colleges, three different universities. So out of high school, I attended the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, went there for a year, uh, struggled a ton, lost a bunch of velocity, and then went to junior college in Raleigh, North Carolina, right down the street from NC State. Um, You know, started some new training techniques, found a ton of success there, and then was lucky enough to be able to stay in Raleigh, North Carolina and go to NC State. Um, kind of got the injury bug when I was there. Had a couple elbow procedures, trying to avoid uh, Tommy John surgery, and when probably should have just had it from the jump. And then graduated from there. COVID hit, so I had the whole gap year. And then I decided to do a uh, master's program in uh, Ohio at the Very University. Cool. Of so yeah, pretty much anytime I ask anybody, it's like the most schools that they've ever been to. I have, yeah. I have about six or seven student IDs from all the schools I've been to. <laughs> so I, never, yeah. I never struggle to have different forms of ID. Do you have a favorite school that you went to? Um, NC State, for sure. Yeah. That's where I graduated from. Yeah. Although I still go to football games in the fall. I'm from North Carolina. So I made it to one football game this fall. I plan to go to a basketball game or two. Like just kind of the hometown bias, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you talked a little bit about the injuries. Uh, take us into kind of what were some of the tools or like resources that you helped to kind of overcome some of that adversary? Because we know injuries can feel like a setback for a lot of pitchers out there. Um, what, just what were some of the things that you did in order to kind of help you get through some of those? Okay. So the biggest thing for me really was just trying to gain an understanding of what was actually wrong with my elbow. Because mm. the first MRI I had wasn't really conclusive. It was kind of you might have a small tear, but we don't see anything. There's a little blur on the, it was, there was a blur on the uh, imaging that really made it inconclusive. They saw some bone spurs on an x-ray. So originally the first procedure I had was just to do that. Had a bone spur cleanup, did about 
two to three months of strengthening rehab for that. Um, got built up back to bullpens. I think I was one or two bullpens away from going live again. And then had kind of a setback through a pitch in a bullpen and the whole thing just kind of felt like my elbow just kind of like pulled apart mm. and clacked back together. And so went back in to get another MRI after that. And it showed a small tear at the attachment, meaning like the ligament attaches at two parts and it was basically torn like right here on the end of it. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, like you don't need Tommy John surgery, but you know, we can try this thing. It's called PRP. It's like a plasma injection. They take your, they draw your blood, they twirl it around and then they inject the plasma back into the elbow and did that. And it was really close to working. I got all the way back into a game and threw well for the first probably three or four hitters. And then it just started to flare up again. And then the third MRI I got finally showed like what we thought was the whole time. And it was like a major tear at the middle, which was wow. like, yeah, it's like you can be done or you can get Tommy John. I was like, well, I want to be done. So I guess I'm getting Tommy John. So got that. Uh, the trainer at NC state was just phenomenal. He's one of, you know, the best trainers I've ever had. He's honestly a good friend of mine to this day, Scott Insel. He put me, gave me all the resources I needed to succeed. Yeah. There was, um, oh, what was it called? There was like a mental skills group. Mm, yeah. There was like a bunch of injured athletes at NC State that met at this, like, it was kind of a seminar, kind of a, just a meeting time. Once a week, we talk about like injury problems, like just dealing with like the mental tolls of being injured consistently. And it was really cool to meet with a bunch of people my age dealing with the same exact thing at the same exact playing level because you don't really get that a lot when you're with your own team. You know, there's 30 guys on a team and maybe there's like two or three guys that are injured every year. But being around like 15 to 20, yeah. it's really just eye-opening and honestly just made it way more manageable. And you said they did that at NC State? Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's awesome because I yeah. think about when you – go through any of those kind of mental challenges, like having a support group there for you to kind of go to every single time. Like, how do you handle this? How do you handle, like you can bounce ideas off of each other. And that's awesome that they did that to help you kind of push forward through there. No doubt. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Like being someone who had back-to-back -back procedures before Tommy John, I always kind of had this like, what was me feeling about everything. And there were people there who were dealing with stuff that was just way worse. There were yeah. our conditions, back-to-back -back ACL this stuff that's way more serious than a bone spur removal and Tommy John. So just honestly, the perspective you gain from being around, yeah, you know, you think all, you're always like, Oh, this is as bad as it gets when you're dealing with it. But then you see 20 people dealing with stuff that's just as bad or worse. And it just, honestly, it just gives you like a really good perspective. That's awesome. It's good to have you had that group too. kind of take us into. So now that you've made it, you've made it through all the injuries and then you kind of went undrafted out of NC State. Um, talk about some of the things that you did kind of with Tread Athletics. I know on Twitter you post a lot of videos kind of going through your, your routines, which is kind of awesome because not many people get the insights like that. Mm -hmm. um, kind of talk about your journey to finally uh, making it to the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. So I started, started training with Tread about a year, two or three months ago about August, I think, of 2021. And the whole goal was just like, I'm going to give this one last shot. I struggled at Akron where I played after NC State. Mm -hmm. So I played, I think it was a six-year senior there, and I still struggled. So that was kind of, you know, the last straw where I was like, okay, I'm trying something totally new. And I'd seen a bunch of their stuff online and from friends of mine, but I'd never actually done it in person. And um, honestly, I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made, just the in-depth training you get from them like 
the attention to detail that every trainer has there. Cause when they take in a new trainer, they put them through this like educational process called tread university. And they basically teach them like, this is the checklist to go through with all your new athletes. This is yeah. what you look for. This is how each thing is supposed to move. This is how we fix these problems. This is how we fix these problems. And it really just, the quality control, I guess, from that standpoint is just unbelievable. Like no matter who you get as your personal trainer with that company, it's just, they're going to have such a deep toolbox, I guess, is the right expression mm -hmm. for helping you get better, helping you work through things and then um, just build yourself up from wherever you are. Cause I was at a pretty, pretty bad spot performance wise. Yeah. And I really didn't, I tried what I thought was everything and I just couldn't fix it. And then probably within about a month, month and a half training a tread five, six days a week. It was like, wow. Like I'm, I felt like a totally different person, like mentally and physically. It was truly just like a total rebirth. That's awesome. It's, and it just sounds like they kind of probably personalized it based on what your unique needs were too, which I think is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's like super in depth, like everything yeah. that you have. No one's, someone might be doing the same exercise or two out of your program, but every single person there, there's probably, I don't know, 50 to 80 people there right now. And every single person has, you know, a different program, a different focus on each drill. Like they might be doing the same drills and you have a totally different focus for, you know, your work on, like I'm personally right now working on keeping my elbow higher. Mm. I like move forward down the mound. Yeah. I have a tendency to like dip my elbow down towards my rib cage and that takes away like leverage, I guess, throughout the throwing motion. And that's my biggest thing right now. So I'll be doing, whether it's like a 10 toes drill or a lasso drill, these are just random drills that have us do a tread. Like I'm focused on that. Someone else could be focused on their glove side, how it's moving. So not only like are the are the drills and throwing motions like really personalized, but just like the individual focus and notes you have for each drill, just even more individualized. That's cool. I uh, have a buddy who's a physical therapist and kind of how he say, he does it the same exact way. He's like, mm -hmm. you have all your tools that you have and your go-to resources that you learn while you're in PT school. But then you have to realize like each individual human, they're different. Oh. And the way you're going to rehab one person is going to be completely different than the way you rehab somebody else. Mm -hmm. No doubt. No doubt. It's, it's kind of crazy how the human body is so, so perfectly designed yeah. to do everything we need it to do but also has so many possible shortcomings if you like overcompensate in one way, yeah. especially your friend. I'm sure he knows like he's probably seen it all. Honestly, like some of the stuff you see the longer you spend and like, yeah. him, I guess it's just, there's a, there's a long rabbit hole you could go down. Yeah. Um, so now you get into your, like, kind of your first off season, what are some of your goals for this off season and kind of goals going into the 2023 season as well? The biggest thing for me this off season is definitely throwing velocity. When I was having a lot of success mm -hmm. in junior college, I, I threw mid to upper 90s at times. And right now I'm more of like a low to mid 90s. I think I averaged like 91.6 this year as my average fastball. And getting that up is going to be the biggest thing for sure. Because even fastball, off speed, any of those things, they all play yeah. off your fastball velocity. And if your fastball velocity increases, your slider velocity increases. And then honestly, I, pers in my personal opinion, your fastball velocity matters more based on how it impacts your off-speed delivery and off-speed uh, offerings. Like I don't really, I'm not really training my fastball velocity to try and throw the fastball harder. I kind of just want my slider to be a higher velocity because if if you look at the like the curve or like how important velocity is, mm -hmm. I'm right at the barrier where if I tick my velocity up like a tick or two on my slider, it's gonna 
just have a ton of value for me. Yeah, yeah, making those little adjustments. I love it. That's awesome to hear too. Um, as I dive into the last few questions here, um, one of the first ones is: What are some of the the go to things that you do outside of baseball during the off season? What are some of the passions that you have away from the game? So for me right now, I'm in a big golf kick. I think mm. during COVID, like a bunch of me and my buddies, we all picked up golf, and it's gotten like it's gotten kind of bad because it's the one thing you can really do in season as a baseball player. You know, you get an off day, you want to relax, but you don't yeah. want to sit at the house all day. You can go play like nine or 18 holes. And it's honestly not super taxing on your body. I know some people who even play before games. They'll go out and get like an early round of golf in. I've been doing that. I'm actually taking golf lessons right now. So nice. I've kind of gotten, I'm going to uh, this instructor down the road for me. And it's kind of cool to see how they use the same techniques and resources and technology for golf that they use for baseball. Like every time I hit a golf ball, it's on a TrackMan unit, which they have at every single. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at all these things, and he's like, "Tell me what they are," and I was like, "I didn't even know this machine was used for golf. I've only seen it for baseball and stuff." But, yeah. yeah. So that's definitely the biggest thing. I've been ripping too much golf lately, but you know, it's been super fun. It's frustrating, yeah. but it's super fun. <laughs> I feel like a lot of baseball players go into golf because there's a lot of similarities, even the good though the games are completely different. Uh, it, mentally, it's like the same exact. Yeah. Like so many of the mental skills things that I learned with our mental skills staff this year, I'm using in golf and it's helping my golf game so much. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I guess one of the, the last or one of the last two questions here that I'll ask you, I always ask the guys, what's the go-to restaurant for the off season now that you're back home? In Charlotte, the go-to restaurant's a sushi spot mm. called uh, Oku. It's okay. like the best sushi in the area. Honestly, It's some of the best sushi I've ever had, even better than like, there's this restaurant in Scottsdale that won like best sushi in Phoenix and it's like world renowned. It's called uh, sushi raw. And I honestly okay, yeah, think I heard here, of it. Up here is better. I just, I don't know if it's just my bias because it's right down the road. <laughs> I go there way too often. It's just, it's awesome. Sometimes I'm, you got the places you love and you just, yeah. the other ones don't, even in their high end restaurants, they still have oh, yeah. there. 100%. I've also, I've, I'm also the type of guy I stick to, I'll have two restaurants I love and I'll eat those like, repeatedly <laughs> there'll be yeah. one like, right down the road that i should try and i just won't do it i'm like nah i know it. i know what i want like i know what i'm getting from these two restaurants i'm gonna try those yeah that's awesome uh, so for the last question this is what i ask kind of guys all the time you talked a little bit about the mental skills side too um guys who are kind of on the same path that you are on the same journey what's that one piece of advice you'd have as they kind of try to find their identity outside of the game but also try to figure out who they are within the game of baseball mm -hmm. as well I'd say the best thing you can do as an athlete or as a baseball player, athlete, person, anything is be the person who's willing to try anything to mm. make himself better. Yeah. There was a saying, one of my buddies, he coaches for the Dodgers now, Rob Hill. He's like, it probably won't work, but it might, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you really, you really never know if something's going to work until you try it. So I'm on one of the new things I'm trying. I'm trying Pilates right now. Uh, the biggest thing for me this year was just adding a bunch of like mental skills training, working with mm. our mental staff. And honestly, I think that worked so much for me, just giving me like a, a routine to like reset myself after a good outing or a bad outing and get to a good spot. Um, but yeah, I'd say just try anything. Don't necessarily be married to anything. Like you don't have to do something every day in order for you to be good. You know, sometimes it's good to bounce around, try different things, like free yourself up, but don't be the guy who's like, Oh, like, I'm not going to go do the cold plunge. Like I don't want to go to a mental skills coach. That's like therapy. I don't need a therapist. Like, no, come on. Like too many people have gotten significantly better from just giving it a shot 
And there's yeah. the reason they're hired by, you know, there's a reason professional organizations hire these people, you know, yeah. an official and they've worked for a significant amount of people. Yeah. And you think about it, you're just in baseball, especially you're looking for the, anything that's going to give you that little bit of an edge no as doubt. you try to move forward. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, John, well, I can't thank you enough for your time joining us. Uh, this has been awesome. A fantastic interview. You've got a great mindset going into the off season and we wish you nothing but the best going into the 2023 season. Thanks for having me. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.